Brett, sometimes I dream of becoming an actor. Have you ever dreamt of becoming an actor? Maureen, what is it you think I'd do for a living? Never mind, sounds like you need the New York Film Academy. NIFA offers workshops, BFA and MFA degrees and summer camps in filmmaking, acting, journalism and more, online and on campuses across the globe. To make films alongside industry professionals, explore more at nyfa.edu. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Maureen. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Look out, it's only films to be buried with. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Films to be Buried with. My name is Brett Goldstein, I'm a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a dream catcher, and I love film. As Robert Frost once said, in three words I can sum up everything I've learned about life, it goes on, and so do the Lord of the Rings films. Every week I invite a special guest over, I tell them they've died, then I get them to discuss their life through the films that meant the most to them. Previous guests include Jamila Jamil, Ricky Gervais and Mark Kermode, but this week my special guest is the comedian, writer, actor and podcaster Punky Johnson. I'm in LA for a few months, so I'm going to try and record as many interesting guests as I can out here. If you want to keep up to date with all my live shows and stand-up gigs, then follow me on Twitter at Brett Goldstein and on Instagram at Mr. Brett Goldstein, where you'll see stuff like that and also videos of a cat that I've found. If you do enjoy the show and you want to support it and get more content, please come and join me over at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein, where you'll get extra guest questions for most of the episodes. You'll get videos, you'll get guest list tickets, recommendations, all sorts of shit. In the extras this week, Punky Johnson and I get right into the film that changed her perspective and she acts out the whole of The Colour Purple live and it's frankly magnificent and you don't want to miss it. It's probably the best bit. And remember, best of all, if you do become a Patreon member, not only do you get loads of extra stuff, you don't even have to hear this bit about becoming a Patreon member. You just get the whole episode without any ads or any bits like this. So come and get into it over at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein. Nice one. So here we go. I had done one gig with Punky Johnson in LA and I was like, this is, uh, she, I couldn't believe it. She blew my mind and I was desperate to get her on the podcast. She came over a couple of weeks ago. It was an absolute delight to get to hang out with her for an hour or so. What a dream. So that is it for now. I very much hope you enjoy episode 43 of Films to be Buried with. Hello and welcome to Phil's To Be Buried With. My name is Brett Goldstein and I'm joined today by a genuine hero of mine. She is an actor, a writer, a podcaster, a genius and one of the funniest stand-ups I ever saw in LA. Please welcome to the show, Punky Johnson! too much, you are too much. Don't listen to him. It's true. I'm just a work work in process, work in progress, that's all. So I met you, you yes. and me, had a gig. I can't remember where it was, it was quite far away. I it think was it was Long Beach. Long Beach. Was it Long Beach? Yeah, yeah. sounds right. Mm-hmm. And there was like nine people there. Yep. And you went on and not only played it like it was the... Because I'm, I'm crazy. The Greek. <laughs> uh, but you were also... I was crying. I mean, I was crying. Oh my you God. You were the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I was like... Oh, I have discovered the future. Oh my god, man! <laughs> Thank you, bro. I'm you know when people so say scary. that about the Sex Pistols when there's yeah, like yeah, seven yeah, yeah, people yeah. there, I feel like I was there for you. I was so scared. I'd be scared, man. I'd really? be scared. Yeah, because I push my limits. I push it. I push my boundaries. And uh... <laughs> how long have you been doing it? Stand up. Oh man, it's been probably about seven and a half years now. Let's just call yeah. it eight. But I'm, I'm enjoying the journey. Sometimes it's low. Yeah. And sometimes it's high. As of this year, it's been very, very high. It's been like all my frequencies, I've been aligned with the universe in such a great way. Things are just falling into my lap and 
you know, like, but I, I feel like the things that I'm getting right now, I've earned it. So I'm, it's just time for me to just spill my cup on over, you know, yeah. it's, it's time. So I'm going to take steps to try to quit my job and I'm just going to ease out of bartending at the comedy store. Is that where you're bartending? Mm-hmm. So I've seen you on Instagram bartending, but I didn't know where it was. Yeah. the comedy store. Yep. I used to work five days a week, and Jeez. then I started working three days. And now, starting in April, I'm going to work one day a week. Because you perform there a lot. Mm-hmm. But on the same night, you're, you're bartending? Yeah, you sometimes. Go, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the wow. most part, yeah. So you're watching. So you've, how long have you been there, bartending? Eight years. Same oh, wow. same, same, amount. same amount. Yep. I came wow. here 2011. Started working at the comedy store June 2011. And probably kicked down the door to comedy probably about 2011-ish, like November. So. Wow. Yeah. Where did you come here from? New Orleans. Boy. And I just came back from New Orleans too, like Thursday. How was it? Oh, God. It's just food. <laughs> I just go home and eat. Describe New Orleans in one word. I just, one word? Food. Food. It's the big easy, <laughs> you know. It just, it, it smells like crawfish. It tastes like po' boys and beignets. It sounds like jazz. It's uh, it's it's amazing. I I went there when I was really young, and I thought it was the best place I've ever been. Oh, you got to go back. I gotta go back and eat. It was Mardi Gras season. Yeah, oh shit. So you know, every day you got the parades rolling. You don't sleep. You go inside four o'clock in the morning. You wake up seven eight in the morning, and you start shit. all over again for about five days straight. Wicked. Yep. How you feeling now? Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still kind of jet lagged. I left from, from straight from New Orleans and hopped on a plane, went to Oakland, stayed there for two days, and then came back out here. So I just got back here a week ago. And have you? Is your wife from here? She's from long, New Orleans. She's from New Orleans. Uh huh. How long have you been married? Uh, it'll be five years in July. Oh, congratulations! But me and I've been together since we was kids, though. Really? Yeah, we was like children. We was in high school when we got together. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's been a long. <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face when I say long. I mean, it's been a long, long time. Mm-hmm. We just continuously try to find ways to keep loving each other. What's your secret? Let the hate happen. Don't stop trying to hate. Oh, really? Embrace the hate. Embrace the hate. Just be like, bitch, I hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. You got to get it out. You can't keep that right. bottled in because you're going to hate us sometimes. And then once you've said it, you feel better. I feel better. And She's then, crying. You feel better. Well, I think love is all about, you know, in order, first, we annoy, everybody annoys each other. We all, and the person you love the most is going to get on your fucking nerves. It's just, that's just how it is. Yeah. But I think the key, honestly, is to just keep falling in love. You have to keep falling in love. There's, I don't think there's any type of consistent feeling, you know? Like, I'm not going to consistently be mad. I'm not going to constantly be happy. You know, I'm, I'm going to be depressed from time to time. I'm not going to always love her. I'm going to always love her, but I'm not going to always be in love with her. Yeah. I hate her sometimes. <laughs> Oh, my God. But right now, I love her. Right now. What's the <laughs> stats these days? Man, it's the time you love her, time you hate her, on average. Um, I could go two years in love. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it the other way. That's good. I could go two years in love, and then it could be three years hate. You just oh, never wow. know. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we're working, on, we're working on a full year hate right now. But wow. now it's turning into love because we found friendship again, you know, like. And can I ask you this? Because I'm fascinated. Do you, and I want to learn... <laughs> To you, to turn it, when you say you found friendship, is that going like actively, we need to do more stuff together, we need to like... What, a big problem it... she told me is I had, I stopped courting her, like she was like, you stop uh, taking me out. Yeah. And I'm just like, bitch, I don't have time to go out. Just yeah. because the thing is, it's like in this, like we're different, you know, like we don't have this nine to five, we don't yeah. have... We we have to constantly be working, thinking, and evolving. We yeah. don't have a clock to punch on, so we're just robots and we're just following this rule every day. We don't know how every day is going to go for us. Every day is different. So I'm constantly, my brain is just tired. And when I'm not working, I just don't want to talk, man. I just want to, if I'm not podcasting or doing comedy or in a writer's yeah. room, if I'm not, I just want to go lay down and not talk. And unfortunately, it don't work like that in regular marriages, you know, yeah. like, Expected, if I had a nine to, to talk a bit. yeah, if I'm if I had a nine to five, you just go home. You say, hey, baby, you take a shower, you eat dinner, you lay down, you talk. That's yeah. how it works. But with me, with us, it's just yeah. constant. It's just constant. Brain. Does she have a nine to five? She like, no. Right. What's her What's her life? She just take care of me. Okay. 
eventually, I, eventually she's going to, you know, I, spo- I spoiled her. I'm very blessed. We are fortunate. God has blessed us so much yeah. to where I'm able to take care of both of us. But I think it's time for her to go get a job now, just so she can understand that I don't want to talk when I get off of work. She doesn't get it because when I go home, she's yeah. like, how's your day? What you do? Tell me about it. Talk from the top. What you do? I'm just like, I don't feel like it, bro. I'm alive. I made it. Yeah. I'm here. Can we just sit next to each other and you Yeah, let's up. just shut up. Yeah, I, I do understand that. But then we lost lines of communication and then, you know, things happen. But mm. we're still together. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Do you want to do everything as in stand-up, writing, acting, make your own show, have your own thing? Or I, I want to a... be Queen Latifah. And Queen Latifah was, uh, yeah. she did, she did, Queen Latifah did anything she wanted to do from writing to acting to yeah. music producing her own talk show i don't think she put a cap on yeah. her success i think i want to be queen of tv you know yeah, be, yeah because you know and she's just a perfect example of i don't want to only act i don't want to only do comedy i don't want to only write i want to tap into everything i yeah. want to i want to try to master as much as i can before i leave this earth right you know so i'm going to take the next two months like after the 23rd and i start working that one day a week i'm gonna take the next two months and just drill my head with knowledge just i'm gonna read every script i could get my hands on and read every writer's book that i could get my hands on and just just stuff myself with knowledge of the game because i'm gonna have the time i'm not gonna have to work yeah yeah it's good stop going out with friends i already told them i'm going on a hiatus i'm not going to lunch we're not going to dinner no more play dates (laughs) no more play dates in this hiatus will you talk to your wife yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. She she helps. Like she, you know, when you talk to somebody that's not equipped, mm-hmm. that, that that like she doesn't really know comedy and stuff, which is not a bad thing mm. because she don't know what she's saying and she don't care what she's saying. So if I ask her for advice, she just be talking. She'll be doing the dishes. Yeah, cause I she came up with so many of my jokes and she has no idea. I'm like that is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But she's just telling me, talking to me about stuff, and it's it's just tag after tag after tag after tag. I'm like, girl, you all. A genius. You're a like you're gonna make me a you're gonna make yeah. me a genius. Never leave her. I you're know. gonna have to make this work for that reason. Alone. I can't because she's so crazy. I got story after story. Story after story. She put a hole in the neighbor's house with the car. We had to <laughs> fix that shit. She almost blew up the microwave, but she put fucking coconut oil in the microwave, trying to give herself a hot oil treatment for a minute. Fucking microwave got a big ass black <laughs> hole in the side. I'm surprised it still works. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, she, she, she is hysterical. Oh my god, um, I mean, it drives me crazy. But I, if life was perfect, I wouldn't have a story to tell. <laughs> you need, you need it. I've got to tell you something, Punky. Yes. I forgot to tell you. And I should have told you when you got here. It's bad that I didn't tell you before. Tell we me, tell me, tell me. I don't care. I listen to the podcast. I'll just say it. I don't know how you'll take it. You, uh, Tell me, you in love you, with me? You, well, that, that too. You, you want to have sex? Okay. Also, <laughs> on, top of, on top of those two, <laughs> this took a turn very quickly. Uh, but before we get to those two, you died? You died. Mm-hmm. You died. How did you die? Um, I, I did not take care of myself. Mm. I did not take care of myself, saw all the signs, didn't go to the doctor, ignored the signs, being hard-headed, still yeah. drinking, still partying, still doing drugs, yeah. missed it, got a, got cancer, <laughs> spreading through my body, it's in my brain, mm-hmm. I've lost my mind, and I'm dead. Okay, just to be clear, this is your choice, <laughs> you die. <laughs> so, brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you worried? <laughs> Are you I worried about death? In your fantasy death scenario where you get brain cancer. <laughs> does it, what, your, does, what does other people say? I get hit fear? by a car and got shot? Yeah. Is that your fear? Brain, are, you, are you worried about death? Do you think about it a lot? Um, I think about it a lot because uh, I did stop taking care of myself for a certain time. Okay. But the thing is, I didn't notice I stopped taking care of myself until my feet, my feet got like swelled as as round as this vase. Did you have gout? It wasn't gout. Thank God. It was, uh, my kidney was not uh, processing protein. Yeah. So nothing was, everything would get hit and get stuck in my kidney. Shit. So it caused 
from my leg all the way down to swell, like huge, to where I couldn't walk. So I had to shut down everything. No drinking, no eating bad, no bread, no fries, no fried food, nothing. I just cut it down. Doctors wanted to put me on all this medicine. It was like, you're going to have to take this for the rest of your life. I said, no, you got me fucked up. No. I'm not taking shit for the rest of my life. So I just fucking got my shit together. Took off of work for about two weeks to reprogram my body. Flushed, juiced for like five days. Just got all the shit out of my body. My legs started going down. Drank a gallon of water a day for a couple months. Got back into working out. Stopped drinking for a while. Yeah. No more drugs, ever. No more drugs? Ever. Ever. No. Ever miss it? Fuck no. No. Right. I feel good. Like, I, I do drink, but I don't drink. Ooh, I don't drink like I used to. That's why when I saw this, I'm like, I definitely want to do this. Because that is how, I feel like that's how it's going to, if it does happen, that's exactly how it's going to happen. Brain cancer. Because I would be yeah. scared to go. Because right now, like, if I had to go back to the doctor, I would be so scared. I'd be yeah. like, fuck, what else is wrong? Okay. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you think there's an afterlife? I have a different answer to that every day. Um, What's today's answer? Today's answer is maybe. Okay. Maybe. I, death is scary to, for me because I don't know what happens after. Yeah. I, can have, I have a ton, ton of assumptions and a ton of things that people say. Like um, a, a good friend of mine says that we just turn into these dust particles and we just roam the earth. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking be a dust particle and roam mm-hmm. the earth and see my wife getting fucked by some other person. <laughs> then I have to be a... Just, I just, I, I just on the wall. I'll just be crazy. You know, I would just yeah. be crazy. And then other people is like, you go to heaven. But I'm like, and if I think of heaven, I think about just like walking on fluffy clouds and wearing mm. a white robe and having a glass of champagne just 24 7 in my hand and talking to the Lord and messing with just angelic, beautiful women. You know, just that's how I imagine heaven, which heaven probably not even like that. <laughs> I like the sound of that heaven. My worry with the dust particles that we roam the earth is that you'll be split into so many pieces. Like, where's your brain at? Yeah. Which particle? Like, yes. all the particles? That's stressful. Yes. You're taking in a lot of information. Yes. You've got eyes everywhere. Yes. You're like a computer. Yes. I can't deal with that. Anyway, good news. What? There is a heaven. And it's pretty close to the one <laughs> you said. There's beautiful women. You're fucking with them. And it's Angelic. great. Angelic. Yes. However, in between all of that... <laughs> Every time you want a break, but in heaven you barely need a break. But when you need a break, just to recharge, people are obsessed with films. <laughs> so it's, it's sex and it's films. Uh, oh, I love that. You love the films? Um, How do you feel about films? The reason why I love that is because I can't really watch too much TV right now. And mm-hmm. there's so many movies that I want to just see, but I just... I, it's not the fact that I don't have the time. It's just the fact that I feel like I don't have the time. Yeah. I probably do. But I just don't. I haven't... Seen, I probably have seen like maybe three or four films in years. Wow. But yeah, when I, I would do nothing but lay down and drink champagne with beautiful angelic angelic women and watch films all day. <sighs> this is a great plan, isn't it? I want to watch movies all day, but yeah. not too soon, Lord. Not too soon. Not too soon. <laughs> not brain cancer. I, I'm putting in a request. Can it be something a bit more fun than brain cancer? <laughs> it was coming for a long time. It's ignored the signs. Every day ignored. I wake up, I'll be like, I'm going to die of brain cancer. I know I am. I tell, I tell it to myself. I'm like, I know I am because I forget everything. I'm trying to kill as many blueberries as possible because they're good for memory. <laughs> I'm trying to force myself to eat avocados. I hate avocados. Mm. But yeah, I forget everything. Right. Well. Let's hope you happy remember some of these things. Okay. Because in heaven, uh, they want to know about your life through film. And the first thing they ask you is, what is the first film that you remember seeing, if any? The first movie that comes to my mind of the first movie I've ever seen yeah. is The Wizard of Oz. Okay. The Black Wizard of Oz. The Wiz. My mama never let me watch. She, I'm not going to say she never let me watch because she... I went to a predominantly white school oh, yeah. and... Everybody was be talking about The Wiz. And I'm like, yeah, the one with Michael Jackson in it? And they're yeah. like, no. So I never even knew that they had The Wiz. I, I, knew the, I always watched The Black Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And I don't even remember the other one. But we just, black people take movies and they turn them, they do it to their own flavor. Yeah. So the first movies I ever watched was The Black Wizard of Oz. And they had a poly. They had a white poly. And then Felicia Rashad took that. 
and turned it into a black folly. So it was Felicia Rashad. That's the mama from Bill Cosby yeah, show. Yeah. And then I think her name is Keisha Wright. She's Rudy from the yes. from the Cosby show. And they got the black folly. And it's all musical slash movie. Uh-huh. So it's like it's like dialogue, 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 song, dance. You know, just yes. soulful. Just Can I just ask stuff. to be clear? Mm-hmm. You, when you say the Black Wizard of Oz, you don't mean the Wiz with Diana Ross and Michael Jackson. Yes. Or you do mean the Wiz. Yes. Okay. Yes, I've seen the Wiz. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. I don't remember the White Window, but it's, I could. Well, there's songs in. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of just no, 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 you know. But man, bruh, bruh, they they took the Wizard of Oz and just magnified that to like I'm just like I'm just the whole time I'm just you know like I'm not uh, you know it was man that's 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 a good movie. Did you watch this with your mother? Are you an only child? Are you, you got so my mother only child by my mother. Yeah. And then my father, her, my father split. He married a woman, yeah. and they have two children, which are my stepbrother and sister. And then my mother married a man who also has two children. Okay. So I'm basically You're one the, of five. I'm one of five in a way. Okay. That's a good way to put that. I never thought about that. One of five in a way. In a way. In a way. I'm one of five. And I'm so spoiled. Oh, I'm yeah. the most spoiled. Because on that side, I'm the oldest. So my yeah. dad's like, you're my eldest. I love you. And then on this <laughs> side, I'm the youngest. And he's like, you're my baby. I love you. So I get the best of both worlds. I get uh, everything. That's nice. Yes. Yeah, so it's nice. nice. I, I'm so spoiled at 33 years old. Are you close with your brothers and sisters in a way? I'm closer to my stepfather's children okay. than I am to my biological father's children, okay. which I love them. And we're very dear, but we yeah. were raised very different. Okay. Like I'm out of control. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very aggressive, very brash, raw. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I, I'm quick to say whatever's on my mind. And I wasn't raised in the church. You know, I'm right. not saying I don't believe in God. I'm just saying that I wasn't raised to be all holy, holy and moly. <laughs> Um, do I go to church? No, Every, it may be in once in a blue moon. Yeah. Yes. Do I have a problem with it? No. If my yeah. wife want to go to church, let's go to church. But you weren't raised holy, holy, holy. It wasn't, that's not my thing. Cause on this side, we was raised to, you know, drink, have a good time. Let's party. Make sure you make your money. Just pimp status. My, my stepdaddy <laughs> like pimp, we bosses around here, you know, whereas on that side of the family, they're like, you know, we got to wake up. We got to thank God. We got to praise Jesus. Mm-hmm. And my relationship with them is probably my fault. Because I don't feel comfortable with being, yeah. you know, filthy and around them. Because it's they're good children. They're so amazing, right. and I love them very much. But I don't want to infect them with all my shit. <laughs> so I try to stay away. Okay, you know, and they probably don't even care. I haven't opened up and talked to them about it. Mm. But I don't want to infect them with all my crazy. So I I just hit them up every now and then, tell them I love them, and that's, that's that. Nice. Yeah. So did you watch these films with your mum or were you on your own? Do you remember how you watched that film? With it, with I watched all of with my mom. The Wizard of Oz with my mom. I used to watch Polly a lot with my cousin Jane. Okay. But I think one of my favorites when I was a child was Free Willy. Really? I love animals. Yeah. And then, of course, Michael Jackson. Hold me like the river. Michael Jackson going to always be my baby. I'm sorry. I can't yeah. turn my back on him. I can't do it. He's in the fence. He might not be, but still, <laughs> but that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't forget Mike. Okay. Free Willie, my boy. See, when he, when he freed yeah, that boy, yeah. he said that, right, I shine, I shine, I And Willie was like, watch I do this shit. And he really, Willie, Willie handled his business. He yeah. jumped over that wall. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then came back for residuals for the sequels. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, uh, what is the film that scared you the most? Oh, yeah. Final Destination. Nice. Which is crazy because it's not a scary movie. Right. It makes you jump. Can't make you jump. Why so scary? Because you're scared of... No one dies of brain cancer. Well, because, be, well, because I'm like, yo, you got to watch your back. Things are happening yeah. like that. Yeah. You know? I, I remember I was laying in bed and my bed had shelves on it. It doesn't just go... The backboard just don't go straight down. And all I did, I just took my bottle of water and put it up <sighs> on the shelf. And then as I came down, I knocked, I almost knocked myself out on this, sh- on the shelf. Yeah. I mean, I think I gave myself a concussion, right. but that's what, if I was, and then, as soon as that happened, I was like, this is final destination. Yeah. Just being at the wrong place, wrong time. You could slip, you could fall. Just anything can happen at any given time and you're done. Mm-hmm. That is some scary, some shit. scary shit. Yeah. 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 That's why final destination is the reason why I would never drive behind a truck with a load on it. Yeah. 
You ain't gonna catch. Mm-mm, fuck that. I'll pull over hell to the no. <laughs> Something that's holding down some big ass trees and logs. You're not gonna catch me I behind none wait. of that. Mm-mm. Okay. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> what is the film that made you cry the most? Are you crying? What? Oh, I cry all the time. Yeah. But I don't cry for life. I make sure I, I, I cry for movies. I think that helps me to process my emotions. Agreed. But uh, what's Ian Gilbert's great? Oh, boy. When that boy mama died, what was, that poor baby. What was Ian Gilbert's great? Gilbert had to take care of everything, you know? He had to take care of his mama. He had to take care of the house. He had to take care of his uh, autistic little brother. He yeah. had to, this dude would run, he had to find him all the time. He had to do everything. He was the man of the house as a boy. Mm. And that, he, his childhood's gone. He can't get a girlfriend. He can't get laid. And he, when he finally does, he got to go run because somebody done fucked something up in the house. Like he, Never had a moment to just reflect and meditate and center himself. It nothing revolved around him. Oh, but see when Leonardo DiCaprio walked in that house and his mama was dead. Mm. I still can't get off the floor from that. You find your mama dead. How you do some shit like that as an autistic child, though? Yeah. You, you know, you just when he broke down and just kind of just sitting there. Oh man, it's too much. Ooh. Too much. I imagine walking in and finding my mama like that. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. I'm going to go with her. Yeah. I'm going to go with her. I think that's the smart move. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, my what? God. Oh, boy. Oh, it is sad. I mean, that's the worst thing, isn't it? Anyway, what is uh, the film oh. that most people think is shit, but you're like, you're all wrong. This film's Are great. you ready for this? Yeah. Has anybody ever said, oh... Uh, Monster-in-law. Oh, Monster-in-law. Jane Fonda, Jennifer Lopez. Have you seen that one? No, I have not seen Monster-in-law. Dog, I ain't <laughs> laughing at Monster-in-law, bro. It is something about that movie. And then Wanda, Wanda Shikes is so oh, funny she's in that movie. Funny. I'm trying to figure out why she hasn't hosted SNL, why she wasn't the first African-American woman to host SNL. Nothing bad about Tiffany Haddish. Congratulations. Big time. Big Congratulations, ups. Tiffany. But I cannot believe Wanda didn't get an opportunity to do that before mm-hmm. her. You know? So, if I'm not, if I'm not, I am correct. The first time, because I don't know, did Whoopi do it? No. Yeah, I think it was Tiff. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Wanda. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't realize she was in it. I mean, that makes it sound like a better film. No. It, but the, that film did not get good criticism. No, it didn't. But I thought it was so fucking funny. I cannot. First of all, I'm in love with Jennifer Lopez. I will watch Jennifer Lopez in whatever she does. I think Jennifer Lopez is one of the most sexiest women alive. I I love her lips. Mm, I love her eyes. I love everything about Jennifer Lopez. I love her behind. Oh, her behind. Oh, my God. I love her hair. Her hair. I just want her. Mm. Like, I get so mad. I get so jealous sometimes. Like, Mm. she's engaged to A-Rod right now. Yeah. And they make, they are so beautiful together. Do you want to kill him? Sometimes. Yeah, me too. See, this is why I'm in therapy. Mm. See, this, I knew me and you because my brain is very sick at times. Mm, Go on. You're going to see why. (laughs) You are going to see why. What's your plan for Jennifer Lopez? How are we going to make this happen? You know what? I don't, I don't. I don't know. But I think that she would be down for, like, girl. See, I'm good because I'm a female. And I do mm. think she'll be cool with a female experience. So and if you killed her fiance, it's going to be less You know what? I don't think I would have to. I think A-Rod would be okay oh. with her making love to a woman. Okay. And as long as, like, he could be present and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you mind that? Because I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, you know, I don't mind if you make love to someone else. I just want to be in a room. Right. I don't know. It makes me crazy in a way. Makes you crazy to think it happening with you not there. Like, why? Why would I like that? Why would that? Tur- that it just turns the thought of the one, the person that I'm with, making love to someone else while I'm there. I'm oh, sorry. You don't want to be there. I do want to be. Oh, there. you do want to be there. The thought of it turns me on, and other people are like, "Oh hell no!" I'm like, I don't know why, but it just makes me. Have you experienced this? Yes, I have. And did it pan out in the way that you imagined? Did you? Yes. Okay. I loved it. And it's like not a threesome. 
Yeah. But like once you do my wife, get out. Nice guy. Okay. I'm gonna take control. I'm not saying I did that with my wife. I'm just saying that it has happened in my life. That. <laughs> Isn't it the the thing of one of the things that makes I've heard this like that can rekindle a relationship is if someone fancies your girlfriend, mm-hmm. you go like, oh, it's like validation. Yes. Like, oh, I did good. I, you, mm-hmm. you, you're a you're a you're a person that people like. I must, you know, I must. Mm-hmm. And so, someone having sex with your wife is like the ultimate yes. validation of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she's special, right? I'm cra- <laughs> like, I would do this. I would go to a swing. I, like, if, if 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 my wife really was like really got down, like I would like to get down sometimes. I wouldn't mind going to swingers clubs. Right. I would have fun. I'm I'm a very open person. Like I'm very open with my body. I'm very open with sex. Like I just don't want to sleep with men. But I'm very open and experimental, and I'm all about a party, man. Yeah, I'm living. I it's like this in my head. It's the '70s where everybody's just like just <laughs> not really caring what's going on, you know, yeah. just passing each other around, just having a good time. But that is not how you. That's live. not how it is now. But that's how if that's it was like that, be, yeah. I would. I wouldn't mind. Is your is? Can I ask you this? Uh, we can. You can say no. Is your is your wife less this way when you discuss these things? Is she not as open to it? She she is not as open. I'm very transparent with the way that I feel. Like if I feel like I want to do this, I'll tell her. But. She's very selfish with me. She's like, Duh, I don't want you touching nobody. I don't want nobody touching <laughs> you. No, no, no. Like, she is very possessive of mm-hmm. my body. I am hers and no one else's. So I can only live these fantasies in my head. Okay. It's difficult, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's, to be it's my experience <laughs> that in general, and this is a big generalization, but what you're describing seems like, I don't know a lot of couples where both think what you, I think. (laughs) It's usually one is and one is no. Right. But is it that if you were with someone who thought the way you thought, you might not be attracted to them? As in, if you if your wife was like, "Yeah, let's go fuck everyone. I don't give a shit," would you suddenly be like, "Oh, no, I didn't"? I don't know. It's so weird. Isn't like that a weird like some type of weird hypocrisy, irony, or whatever? Yeah, I think so. I think I'll be like, what, bitch? But since yeah. it's my idea, I think it's yeah. all right. But, and maybe I think that's part of it where it's like, because you know she's not like that, you can go, yeah, yeah, it's cool because she's not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very, uh, yeah. And with that, that means I'm a bit also a very selfish person. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. I just, I, you know, I just, I, I just, you know, I just feel like I just want to do whatever I want to do. I just want everybody to listen to me and do exactly as I say. I think they should. <laughs> But that's a big problem in my marriage is I I, I sometimes get a little controlling and run it like it's a dictatorship. And my wife be like, oh, who do you think you are? And I'd be like, damn, that's all my misogyny just coming out. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry. I forgot we're supposed to be created equal or whatever. But it's just like, whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm in therapy. I'm getting my life together. I'm I'm, I'm becoming a more fair person. Well, it sounds like it's going very well. <laughs> Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Uh, what is the film that means the most to you? Not necessarily because the film is uh, good in any way, but because the story you associate with seeing that film might have been the first date you went on, might have been the day you got a job. But you'll always remember that film because of the story around it. Uh, one of the first movies my wife and I went to go see in 2003. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first movie. 
uh, that we ever saw was Bad Boys 2. I fucking love Bad Boys 2. I love... I, I, I am a huge Martin Lawrence fan. Great. And a huge Will Smith fan. I probably have seen all of their movies. Yeah. And my parents are police officers. Shut up. And I've always wanted to be in law enforcement. And I, I also love comedy. So this is a movie. This is one of my favorite movies. I have I have a couple of favorite movies, but this is one of them. It's it's funny. I love the way funny. it's written. I love action movies. I don't like comedies for some reason, but I love action movies with a little comedy in them. So like stuff like Bad Boys and Rush Hour, where they have this That's partnership. And it's just, you know, the, the, the A line is their partnership and the police work. And the B line is the marriage and the relationship and yeah. all the little small little scandals. I like stuff like that. I could watch that all day, every day. Your mom and dad are police officers. My mother works for the police. Like she don't hold a gun, but she runs the office. She's like, nope, nope, nope. Put this here. I said this. No. Like people wow. go to her for everything. And my daddy, he the one who, he, he wet a, he wet a gun. He out here in these streets. He retired, but he's still out here in these streets. Because my mom was like, you can't be sitting in this house all day. You need to go do something. So now he likes security or some shit. Wow. But he don't put that gun down. <laughs> he just love his gun, bruh. <laughs> so, was it, so when you were growing up, were you very good? Because your mom and dad worked. I'm very, like, my, my, I think my brother took advantage of the system right, that, yeah. that our parents were yeah. in law enforcement. I have, I didn't. I did not want to disappoint them at all. I okay. always followed the law, always wear my seatbelt, always drive according to the speed limit or under. I do not get in trouble with the law. You will never catch me in the headlines. You will never see me losing my cool. I mean, I might have my episodes, but not enough to be thrown in jail. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass my parents. I'm not doing it. Mm -mm. God bless you. I love them so much. As much as I want to do some crazy shit, yeah. I think about my mom and my daddy and because they will go, they will do it. They will go through everything. Mm. They will pull every string. They will yeah. call the highest of the highest. Because my dad wasn't just regular NOPD. He worked for Homeland Security. So he worked up at the, like, at the time. So wow. I don't think he worked for the state. I think he worked for the governor. Government. Wow. Federal or whatever you call that shit. Whatever that branch is. And, you know, he, he know people. And he could pull some strings. And I'm like, I'm never going to put him in that position. I'm never going to do that to my father. Not going to do it. Yeah, good one. I'm trying to be better. But, you know, you, you grow up and I'm at this, you know, I'm my brothers and sisters from my stepfather, they they start first. So I watch them. Mm. My sister's great. She's a nurse. She got a, she's not even, she's a nurse, but she got a doctorate. So she's a doctor. Okay. And my brother, he's just not all the way there. And, and that's no problem. All, all of us have our family members that be doing crazy shit, but he's just... Not all the way there. I think my daddy just decided I'm not pulling no more strings for yes. Right. So if he go to jail, he in there until he figure it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Bad Boys 2, with Bad your wife-to-be, before you got married, that was the first film you saw together? I think in, in 2003. And you, do you remember, like, laughing together and thinking, this is Oh, yeah. We did all, we laughed together. We kissed a couple times. It was mm -hmm. like our first, like, date. That, was, that wasn't in a car. You know, we kids, so for the <laughs> yeah. most part, we're just in a car. We can't afford to do nothing. How old were you, like 15, when you met? Um, I was probably like 17. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And it was great. It was great. I still watch Bad Boys 1 and 2. I love Bad Boys 2. Yeah. I've talked about this on here before, but Bad Boys 2, people complain that it's really long. It's like two and a half hours long. That one's long. It's way long. It's way but too long. But I watch it and I go, what would you cut? <laughs> it's all but good. It's like, I didn't care that it was so long. Yeah. It's and, all great. It's a really good action set piece and a really funny set piece. Yep. Really good action really, mm -hmm. for two and a half hours. It's oh, yeah. complaining. Not me. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. And then this this was the one where they fought for real because Morton um what's their character names in it you got uh, Mike Lowry Mike Lowry and and uh Marcus mm -hmm. and Mike Lowry was dating Marcus's yeah. sister secretly yeah so the drama was kicking in and Marcus was in therapy so he had the woosah that's <laughs> yeah, where the woosah woos came woos in with the touching of the ears and everything and then they stopped being friends and stopped mm -hmm. being partners and then they and it all just worked out, man, when they saved the sister. So it was like, well. Bad Boys 3 coming soon. I know, dude. I'm so excited about that. I'm going to be the first one in the line. Yeah. I might be. I might let it be in the theaters for two weeks, though, too, and then go see it when nobody's there. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> I'm weird, man. I'll make time for that. 
No, I get that. Yeah. I don't like people being in the cinema. It'd be too much. Yeah. Uh, what is the film you most relate to? Like who? Like... Sort of your interpretation might be like, that character reminds me of me. Sister Egg. 100%. Who in... Sister Egg. Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. But I think You're an Whoopi undercover Goldberg, nun. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is one of the first comedians I started watching mm-hmm. when I was younger. And the crazy thing is, I wasn't even watching her as a comedian. I was just watching her as an actress. Okay. Um, I followed her her entire career. I When I found out she had pneumonia, I was like, bitch, you cannot die. I have not met you yet. You cannot leave this earth. I was so happy when she fought the pneumonia and Cause she said she had a near death experience and I'm like, mm. Oh my God, thank you so much. This woman is alive. I have to put my hand on Whoopi Goldberg. I have to touch her and just love her. I'm not a starstruck person. I've seen almost every star mm. from Johnny Depp to Leonardo DiCaprio, just working in the comic store. Dave, Dave Chappelle is always in there. Yeah. I see them all. If I see Whoopi, I'm going to lose my shit. But in a very like calm, mm. humble very, um, very nice to meet shit. you. I feel like my career is going to go a little bit like hers. Because if I'm not mistaken, she was doing like her one woman show. And I think, don't don't mock my words, but I think Steven Spielberg was like, you're going to be in this movie. The Color Purple. Color Purple, yeah. And from then on, it just went. Yeah. And I want to do, I want that. I want somebody to come up to me and be like, this is your role. You're going to play it, and I'm going to direct the fuck out of you. And trust me, you're going to be great. And I'm going to be like, I'm scared to death, but I'll take your word for it. Let's go. And I'll do the work. I will do whatever it takes. Love that. I feel like like my career is going to go like that. And I would love to be the person to remake Sistag and do it in honor of Whoopi and make sure I do it right. And just, I would never want to disappoint her. So I would like... She's the only person I would like follow all her rules and like take all of her advice and just whatever she wants. I I love Whoopi Goldberg. Beautiful. With the dreadlocks and everything. Yeah. I just feel and she's so damn goofy. Like I love ghosts, you know? It's that. just she she's she she is I think my you forget, you take it for granted because she's been around forever, but like she's fucking amazing. I haven't thought I haven't yeah. she's amazing. She's great. She yeah. is my Actress, she is the actress love of my life. Right. Yes, yeah, she is. That's I want. Good. I need to. I need to. I want all of her wisdom. I want everything in her brain. Mm. I want it all. Uh, what is the film that you found the sexiest? I've been waiting for this one, Punky. Did I find sexy? Yeah. What's your sexiest film? The Players Club. Go on. So the Players Club is with the great, the great late rest his soul, Bernie Mac. Oh, he yeah. was a, uh, he managed and owned a strip club. Mm-hmm. The DJ of the strip club was Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice Cube was in it. They were kind of like just side role cameo guys yeah. that played parts with the strippers. It was he, the strip club. Bernie Mac was always in debt. So he always had a bookie coming around just, you know, where's my money and all this stuff. It was just <laughs> real crazy. And then you had the stripper, Lisa Ray. She comes out. It's her, she, 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 she needs this job to pay for college. Mm-hmm. She becomes a stripper. Her dad's a Christian, I think, reverend or something. I've seen the movie in a while, but she's not supposed to be stripping. I think she's sneak stripping, right? She comes out. I'll never forget it. I'm probably too young to be watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I probably really don't even know how I feel about women yet. But I do, but I don't, but I do, but I don't. But once she came out on the stage, she danced to Seems Like You're Ready by R. Kelly. And like this sheer, long, like yeah. classy. It was, you ever saw a classy stripper? Mm-hmm. One that's just like, you know, I'm going to take my time. Yeah. Instead of the stripper <laughs> that come out like big booty hole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She came out just so sexy. And she just looked like a sleek, sexy, silky jaguar. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I am a dyke. Really? I think that was the moment. Place, if, if I ever had any confusion, I was like, I am so gay. <laughs> it was the, it was oh, wow. so sexy. And it, that was probably the only sexy part of that movie. <laughs> but it is a vision that I will never, ever forget. Wow. That's fucking She comes out spiritual. with these beautiful cat eyes. I mean, her mm. eyes are gorgeous. Beautiful eyebrows. Long hair just down her back. And 
and a powerful woman too. Yeah. You know, like I'm in here for this money. I got to go and get my journalist degree. I don't have time for the shit. I'm not here to mess up my reputation. Mm -hmm. I'm here for one thing and one thing only. And she was just a boss. And I'm like, I want a bitch like that. I wish you could remember exactly how old you were when this happened. I had to be about 13 or 14. This so had to that be two thousand one. Like, do I? Do I not? Do I? Do I not? Well, because you... being gay back back in the day, like it wasn't like now gay is popping. It's like yeah. people people gay roll off people back. It's like whatever yeah, yeah. gay. But back in the day, you know, it was it was wrong. I, I wasn't. It was it was bad. Yeah. You know, and I fought it so hard. I was like, I can't be like this. You know, this is not. What are you doing? You cannot like girls. People say that that's not what you're supposed to do. And then I saw that shit. I was like, fuck everybody. Ain't no man gonna walk through the curtains on with no sheer on, looking as fine and sexy as that. Yeah. Magic Mike is not gonna have the Magic same Mike ain't gonna happen. I never even want to watch that shit. I don't even want to see it. Ah, so once you knew, were you then like, ah, that's it, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped pretending for my mom and stuff. Okay. I was just like, no, we're not gonna do this. Right. No. Uh, there's a subcategory to this question. Mm-hmm. Traveling boners, worrying wide-ons. A film you found uh, arousing that you thought perhaps you shouldn't. So that's why I told you 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 gonna think I'm crazy. The answer to that is Scream. Okay. What part of Scream? It was very intriguing to me that he wanted to sleep with his victim before he killed her. He want not just sleep with her. She was a virgin. Sydney was a virgin. Right. He's like, I'm going to fuck this bitch. And then I'm going to kill her. And I don't know what it is about that. That's about it. just being completely in control. <laughs> and like, like, I don't know why, but I'm just like, yes, kill that bitch. <laughs> like, fuck that bitch and then kill that bitch. It's just, I mean, I would never do it. But obviously I have a sick brain. Mm. But I was not supposed to be turned on by that. No, I've not had that answer before, and, I, and I'm very glad that you got it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be... That's not supposed to be arousing, I right? don't think so. I think it, it would... It is the, it's the very definition of a troubling by a worrying wider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even think it's set up in a sexy way, <laughs> but I like that you've... I just loved all of it. You know, she's on a, the, it opens up and Drew Barrymore, yeah. she's making popcorn for her boyfriend and the phone rings and it's the wrong number and he's flirting. <laughs> and you just know, because I used to do this type of stuff back in the day. Oh, you sound cute. Where you going? You got the wrong number, but it could be the right number. Like it was just, all of that was just the way they set up yeah. killing the victim was, was just horny. all sexy. <laughs> it was just all flirtatious yeah. and just, you know, just smooth and sweet. And then it's like, if you hang up on me, you're going to die, little bitch. It's like, wow. It just went from zero to killer, man. It went, it, I was just like, now nah, I could get with some crazy shit like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's just so funny. When uh, the news reporters come to my house and say, were there any signs? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm oh gonna, my god! I'm gonna say no, no. Oh my god! I know. Not at all. I I've lost that. my mind. <laughs> what is the film that is the greatest film of all time? Objectively, might not be your favorite, but you go. This is the a pinnacle it's, of cinema. You ever had anybody on here that say Scarface? No. Scarface. The Al Pacino Scarface, Scarface is I the Scarface. best movie ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Do not debate me. Okay. Not you. I'm talking about everybody that's listening. You can debate don't me. Don't at me. Come on, man. What don't you love about Tony Montana? Come on. All I have in this world is my balls and my word. Oh, my. Come on, man. They had the best one-liners in this movie. Yeah. And you it's the need- quickest three-hour film i ever seen. It fucking it's flies top. back. Yep. 
You know, you, but, but then also it's not just about the drug hustle. It's also teaching everybody. Listen, you can't just see this mm. world and think you can enter it. You, there is an entry level position at everything. Yeah. It also taught me you have to start from the shitty bottom. Mm. You start there and you work your way up. You just saw how he just worked up, worked up, worked up. But then I also saw that at the, towards the end, you have to also humble yourself and stay humble. So I was looking at the underlying facts, like yeah. not just the drug hustle, not just the money. I'm looking at the process it takes to be successful. And once you get there, remember how the fuck you got there. Yeah. Remember where you come from, because they could take that. It could just be gone like that. So appreciate it along the line. Appreciate that journey. Don't do the coke as well. Don't do too much coke. Don't do too much. You can have a bit, but if it's you a pile on your desk and your face is in it. You've got to you can have a bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not. I don't think I'm ever going to do cocaine again. I, mm. I, I can't. I cannot promise that I'm never going to do cocaine again. But I don't have an interest in doing cocaine again. But you never know. You could if it's if it's sitting right there. Lord knows what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I don't. I cannot promise you. I'm not going to dig a hole in that coke with my nose. I do feel to be fair. <laughs> if there was a mountain of coke in front of me, I'm not a big coke fan, but a mountain of coke, it'd be fun to just put your face in. I cannot it, like a snow angel. say that I won't. Yeah. But I'm just saying that I have no interest. But it, yes. I'm more interested in a mountain of coke than I am a line of coke. If you yeah. put a line of coke, I'd put, say no. Yeah, you put that shit mountain, right down and be like, I'm what going the head fuck? first. I'm going to just be pacing like, oh, my God, I have to get out of here. Should I? Oh, Jesus, help me. God. And then I'm just going to and then run. I'm going to have to yeah. run because once I do one, I got to do the rest. Well, you'll be running pretty fast. You'll be great. Where the fuck did she go? Oh, man. But yeah, yeah. man. Scarface, Scarface is like, a great film. And it, it just teach you, teaches you how to be fearless. Like you, you, you see how you can get somewhere pass somebody up mm -hmm. and then how they feelings can just go from congratulations to i hate you just because you found a better way to succeed at the same game and he wasn't afraid to off nobody he like pop pop all y'all had to do was get in on this money mm -hmm. be honest but instead you tried to have me killed mm -hmm. and then you didn't even complete the job so, nah, have definitely. A, have a work ethic. Have a work ethic, baby. And then I, nah, definitely can't be cool with you mm -hmm. because you had a job to do and you failed because I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. So how can I trust you to be on my team now? And also, he didn't, he didn't fuck with kids. He wasn't going to kill no babies and no, no woman. I'm not sure that. He, he, was, he, was, he was in tax trouble. Yeah. And the big guy that he was getting all his, his uh, shipments from yeah. had a problem with a, a government speaker that was trying to bring him down. So Tony Montana, in order to get out of all his tax trouble and not do, I think five to 10 in jail, mm. he had to kill like the, I don't know who this, he made it was a dictator. He was something yeah. that was trying to get his drug person in trouble. He had to kill him. But the day, the day he was about to kill him, yeah. he had his kids and his wife get in the car with him. And Tony was like, we're not, we're not about to fucking do this. This, this children, this fucking wife. Are you kidding mm. me? Hell no. Because they would have had to blow up the entire car. Have a work ethic. Mm -hmm. Do only mountains of coke. Mm -hmm. Complete your job. Mm -hmm. Unless it involves murdering women and children. Unless it involves, yep. Rules to live women by. Women and children are, are, that's where you draw the line. <laughs> kill a husband. Kill a father. Ah, fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'll, they'll be fine. They'll find somebody else. We'll send, yeah. them, we'll send them money from every month yeah. for the trouble. Yeah, yeah, because we're going to have Tony definitely, Tony Montana definitely would have sent them people money every month. Listen, with, with learning what we learned from him and remaining mm -hmm. humble, we're going to have so much money. Yes, 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 yes. We can afford to pay <laughs> off these people. He was a boss, though. He was a boss. Was, when they came in to his house, he almost took them all out. Yeah, he did well. He did He well. had a good run. Oh, yes, he did. And that coke make you numb. He ain't feel none of them shots. He was like, come on, motherfucker. I'm like, See, yes, Why didn't you pick that way of dying instead of slow brain cancer? Because my, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. What is the film that you can or have watched the most over and over again? For real? Mm. You're going to judge me? You're ready to judge Never me? Never judge you. I want to be judged. Okay. <laughs> in that case. What's love got to do with it? Okay, I will judge you a little bit. Ah, Only because a, a, not a, it's an excellent film, but it is a film about the relentless physical and emotional abuse of a woman. Do you see how? Based on a true story. 
I'm not sure I'd want to watch it over and over again. Oh, I just loved it. I loved, I think I love rushing it, watching it, and I can't wait till I get to the turning point. Okay. Yeah, okay. When she overcomes all that shit. Yeah. Went and, and got strong and beat his ass in that limo. Yep. And went into that hotel, wait till I fall asleep, and he, she ran to that Ramada. Yep. You're not that weird. People love Shawshank Redemption. They watch it a lot. And people forget Shawshank Redemption is two and a half hours of rape and abuse. Mm-hmm. And then it has a mm-hmm. happy ending. Yep. Not dissimilar. What's love got to do is a lot of horrible stuff. Yeah. And then, hey, I'm Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. But also, Angela Bassett is a phenomenal actress. I love her. Phenomenal. She's fucking brilliant. And she is also very, very beautiful. And has not aged at all. Share the Oscars. Mm-mm. You see, the, she is the reason why my arms are the way my arms are. I've always wanted to have triceps and biceps like Angela Bassett. Really? She's the reason I do push-ups and curls because I want Angela Bassett arms forever. Bassett she, arms. She's Angela Bassett arms. Bassett arms. She is She is uh, one of the most Who's talented. Legs, whose legs have you got? My ankles are really skinny. I don't. I got like uh, Daffy Duck legs. Daffy Duck legs and just pass it up. <laughs> yeah. That's Punky Johnson. <laughs> oh my god! And you know who else I love? I love Lawrence Fishburne. And I think yeah. I love that movie so much is because I want that role. I want the role I of the this. crazy, psychotic, alcoholic, drug addict, just beating bitches. Like, I don't know why I want it, but I want to play that crazy mm-hmm. person in, in a movie one day. Because I feel like I feel like I feel crazy a lot. So if yeah. I could just channel that shit into acting mm. and just get it out. It's the better part. Yes. Sure. Like, and he was in just wear those outfits and mm-hmm. just sing and shit. Like, I was, Lawrence Fishburne, that was also a very funny movie. I mean, a, a great answer, a surprising answer. What is the funniest film other than what is love got what is love got to do with it? Bruh. So Cause you don't like comedy, as we put I out. don't like comedy, but I love Comedy. I love stupid shit. Like shallow hell. Okay. The dude that gets what is I don't know if he got hypnotized. I don't know what happened to him, but he started seeing women differently. Mm-hmm. And for him to think that big bit woman was skinny the whole time. For I think the funniest part of the movie is after they did it, he picked up her drawers and was like, What the fuck? <laughs> he thought she was skinny the whole movie, bro. I was just like, oh my God. He didn't know why the chair broke. He was mad about the chair. He went off at the people on the rest at the restaurant. He was so, oh my god. He's talking to these three bad bitches in a club, and he's like, oh my god, let's take these bitches. Home. Everybody that was you know not up to the, the Hollywood yeah. standard, as I should say, because I really don't think there's a definition of of you know nice and ugly. I think that's big and fat, but you, we can't. <laughs> We we can't really judge how people look. I mean, no. you know, I think everybody's beautiful in their own way. Yeah. So deep down, it's, yeah. You know, you know, there's a Hollywood beautiful, and then there's a you know. But according to I guess what people would call beautiful, mm-hmm. or according to what people would call ugly, he would see those women as beautiful. And his friends are like, no, I'm not going to have it. Would, the shallow hell is just funny as fuck. I'm sorry. I I could watch boy. If I want like a good gut puncher, yeah. you got shallow hell. Yeah, and Miss Doubtfire too. Can't forget about my boy Robin. Miss Doubtfire's the shit. Okay, I don't know what it is, but I think my favorite part is um, when he was doing all the impressions at the interview with the social worker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, I could be a hot dog. <laughs> like, <I could> just... <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. elf. I is love killer. elf. Elf is so good. Bruh, I just watched Jack and Jill the other day. How's that? Jack and Jill. Adam Sandler is stupid. Okay? Adam Sandler's just stupid. He is stupid. And I mean, that is just all I can say. You know? I just, he's stupid. There you go. (laughs) Bruh, he's just stupid. I I don't, Jack and Jill is funny as hell. I I love Adam Sandler. Oh my God. He's just so stupid. Great answers. All great answers. (laughs) Now, listen, we don't like to be negative, so we'll do it quickly. What's the worst film? The Widows. The what? The Widow. The Widows. 
with Viola Davis. Oh, widows. Oh, Liam Neeson. Tell me why, please. Slow. Get to the point. <laughs> Boring. The fuck am I watching? Why are we not killing motherfuckers? Why are we waiting to the end for this shit? Did I know Liam was alive? <laughs> Hell yes. Of course. It wasn't a big fucking surprise. Why is he in that house? Why didn't she open up that fucking door? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you're still alive. You're not about to play with me like this. Mm. This is all, all of it. Bullshit. <laughs> all of it. They cut that trailer up to make it look like bitch, bad bitches about to be out here beating ass and fucking shit up. That shit didn't happen to the last 20, 30 minutes of the movie. I was bored as fuck. I was on the phone. I was doing laundry. I washed my hair. I fell asleep. I woke up. I'm like, nobody still ain't dead. What the fuck are we doing here? You cannot have Viola Davis in this movie. First of all, I've never seen her do an action movie ever in my fucking life. So she's in this action movie. Don't provide no action, but the best crying scenes ever. This is a drama. See how mad I got? I got so fucking mad. I hate wasting my time on movies. It's a a phenomenal answer. And I love Viola. I love Viola. My main issue with it was how her and Liam Neeson kissed at the beginning. Oh, that that was a sloppy ass. <laughs> it was a weird Dried kiss. my pussy up ass kiss. Yeah, me too. It really dried my pussy up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was awful. It, I cannot. I just, I was so excited to see that movie. I'm like, this is about to be the shit. Yeah. I think that's what make movies bad. Is when you be like, oh, okay, this is probably going to be a good movie. And then it's like, all right. But if you like, man, this shit going to be good. Yeah. This is about to be popping. I've been waiting to see this. And you get in there and you're like, what the fuck? Punky Johnson, you have been beyond brilliant. Everything <laughs> I hoped you'd be and more. However, when you died of not paying attention to your body <laughs> and you slowly got cancer in your foot and it spread up your body into your liver and your kidneys and your lungs and then it went into your brain and you went to the doctor and he said, is there anything wrong with me? And he said, yeah, you've got brain cancer. <laughs> and then you died, right? When we went to get your body, turned out the brain cancer, I mean, it's dark, but the brain cancer had like exploded your brain. So your head was five times the size of what it had been when we found you. And so we're picking you out and your whole body is just expanded from your brains trying to fit into your skull. So we pick up your body, which is now heavy from all the exploded brains. <laughs> put you in the coffin but there's a lot more of you than we'd planned for. oh my god so we stuff you in this coffin you big old blown up brain in the coffin everything there's no room in this coffin now there's only room enough room for one dvd which we can slip in the side and when we send you to the other side on the other side there's movie night every night one night is your movie night what film are you taking to show everyone in heaven it'll probably be sister Act. Oh, I mean, people in oh, heaven come on. are going to love is you. so good. I'm saying it's oh, a good thing. Oh, all right. Thing. I thought you were to... <laughs> I'm on your side. It'll probably be Sister Act because it's, it's fun. It's heavenly. It's heavenly. It's drama. It's funny. It's, it's got, whoopee. It's got a soundtrack to die for. Yes. <laughs> people will love you in heaven. You bring in that. I thought you were going to take Scarface and dark everyone Oh, out. no, I can't. I'll bring that to hell. <laughs> yeah. Maggie <laughs> uh, Johnson, yes. what a dream you are. Is there anything you'd like to tell people to look out for before we say goodbye? Um, you know what? I just, uh, why don't y'all check me out on Adam Ruins Everything? I'm on one episode. I'm on one episode of Corporate. Are you? Oh, um, great. Great show. Put some positive vibes. I just finished writing a pilot. Put some fi- positive vibes in the air for me. If I could sell it, store me and my wife. Oh, yes. Um, about us being together for about nine, ten years. We separated for three years and then jumped into marriage without getting to know each other again. So it's just constantly trying to find What's ways it to fall in love. Hmm? What's the pilot called? Hooked. H-O-O-K-E-D. Love mm-hmm. it. We all, because we all have addictions and my mm-hmm. addiction is my wife. I cannot, regardless of the deepest, dirtiest, most horrific things we go through, we always end up back at square one and that's love. And I think all of us can relate to that. Yeah. So wish me luck. Good luck. Thank you. Monkey Johnson, thank you for your time. Yes, sir. You have been brilliant. Had a great time. Have you go, have You're a the nice man, buddy. You You're the man. Thank you. You, you also. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. So that was episode 43. Hope you enjoyed it. Please head over to patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein to access the really special extra material with Punky Johnson. And if you do enjoy this show, subscribe and give it five stars and a nice review for the simple reason. Apparently it helps the numbers, means more people get to hear it. I can keep making it, etc, 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 until we all die or the internet explodes. 
Thank you so much to Punky for doing the show. Thank you to Alicia and Kitty for letting us use their house. Thanks to Scroobius Pip and the Distraction Pieces Network. Thanks to Buddy Peace for producing it, to Acast for hosting it. Thanks to Adam Richardson for the graphics and Lisa Lydon for the artwork. Come and join me next week when my guest is afterlife actor and plebs writer Tom Basden. Have a lovely week and please, in the meantime, be excellent to each other. Sometimes I dream of becoming an actor. Have you ever dreamt of becoming an actor? Maureen, what is it you think I'd do for a living? Never mind. Sounds like you need the New York Film Academy. NIFA offers workshops, BFA and MFA degrees and summer camps in filmmaking, acting, journalism and more. Online and on campuses across the globe. To make films alongside industry professionals, explore more at nyfa.edu. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Maureen. Maureen, your Canva presentation looks brilliant. Thanks, Brett. That's because I used AI-powered Canva presentations. I just described what I wanted and Canva presentations generated the perfect slides. You can even make a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. Check this out. Recording. 101 Reasons Why Beaches is the Saddest Film Ever Made by your neighbour Maureen. Is it easy to use? If you can use a computer, you can nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Oh, thanks, my name, Maureen. Yeah, thank you.